welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren LaSalle, and I'm a licensed therapist, highly sensitive person, and HSP coach. This bi-weekly podcast is meant for highly sensitive people and their loved ones, as both experiences will be discussed. Thank you for joining me, and let's begin. Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren, and today's guest is Tina Quick an HSP parent who is passionate about writing and mental health advocacy. Before we get into the episode, I want to remind you that if you have any ideas for episode topics, if you have any questions for me to answer on the podcast, or if you would like to write an email sharing your story for me to read on the podcast, you can email me at lauren at laurenlasallecoaching.com. You can find out more about my coaching program as well as resources and links to my social media by visiting my website at laurenlasallecoaching.com. Tina and I had a great conversation and I think she shared some really good tips for highly sensitive parents and also shared her story about discovering that she's a highly sensitive person, which I always enjoy hearing from people. So let's get into the conversation. Hi, Tina. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, so I'm really excited to talk to you as you are an HSP mom. Um, I'm pregnant with my first child due in like two months. So I'm really excited to hear what your experience has been like as an HSP mom. And if you have any like tips for me or things to prepare for, that would be great. <laughs> I don't know if anything can really prepare you for it enough, but that is so exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So before we get into that, I was hoping you could share a little bit about your story um, about discovering that you are a highly sensitive person. Yeah, sure. So I can kind of date it back to being a kid. Like I can remember always struggling with crowded environments or things like that. I was just labeled as like a shy kid. Um, And then I can think back about even being a teenager, just feeling like deeply um, emotions, just like over feeling them. And um, as an adult too, I just sat down one day and I had just Googled it, trying to find something where anybody felt similar as I did, just some kind of way to resonate with somebody. And then I came across um, Elaine Aaron's book, The Highly Sensitive Parent. And I, I did her quiz on there to help self-identify, and I pretty much marked yes to all the questions, and I literally cried as I did that test because it just, like, helped me understand myself completely, and um, before, I just kind of thought that maybe I was just a flawed person who just felt things more deeply and just had a harder time with just things in general. So um, it's been really helpful to just be able to understand why certain situations make me feel a certain way or why my mind might get overstimulated about things. So um, yeah, her book was very helpful and understand it. So, um, and it wasn't because I'm 28 now and I only discovered it like in the last year or so. So it's been pretty eye opening um, just to kind of, deal with life going forward with the knowledge of it. It's amazing that like aha moment that I think 
probably most of us have when we go from kind of thinking there might be something wrong with us, like why are not other people not reacting the same way we are? And then discovering that this is a real thing and there are other people that experience life in a similar way. And it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with me. And there are other people out there that can relate yeah. to how I'm feeling. When I first got married, I got married really young at 19. And I come from a single mom household where it was very quiet. There was not a lot of like overstimulation. And so I kind of just adjusted to life being like that. And my husband has a bigger family and they love to get together a lot, which is wonderful. And that's amazing. But I really struggled in the beginning of our marriage, kind of adapting to that type of family life and there being like a lot of socialization and get together. So I really had to learn how to navigate through that going forward. So that was challenging in the beginning. Are there any ways that you found to kind of adapt or make it through those situations? Um, for the longest time, I just wasn't open or I didn't communicate that I felt a certain way. And so I think that I probably gave off the wrong impression. Like, I don't like these people or I don't want to be here. Um, but I think now just being honest and open and just saying like, hey, right now I'm kind of feeling pretty overwhelmed by a lot going on. I'm going to walk out for just a second. It's not you, but I just need a moment to like regain myself. And when we got to eat at restaurants, when these are super overstimulating, I definitely have to just walk out and take a moment to breathe. And that seems to be really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it seems like your husband is accepting of like who you are as a highly sensitive person and understanding what your needs are and that they might be different from his needs. Yeah, he's very supportive of it now, but I think in the beginning when neither one of us really understood it, it was a big divide and just trying to communicate well and navigate those differences. But now that both of us have just kind of researched it and learned more about it, then it's, it's become a really supportive thing. So I'm really glad. Oh, that's awesome. I've had a similar experience with my husband too, because I also found about, I found out about high sensitivity, like while we were together. And so I think at first, yeah, he was like, you're kind of like a lot to get used to. Like you have a lot of really particular things <laughs> going on. Yeah. And now, yeah, definitely communication is so key and just having somebody that can listen to you and understand you and be supportive of who you are is really wonderful. So I'm glad you have that too. Yeah. I'm glad you have it too. It does make a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> is anybody else in your family highly sensitive? So I'm pretty sure that my mom is because we have a lot of the same tendencies. Um, and like I said, grew up with her, you know, single mom. And so I can think back on her reacting to very similar to how I do now. So I'm pretty sure that she is, but I don't know for sure. And then my son, who is five, um, he shows a lot of sensitivities that are similar to me. But I've noticed that pretty much since he was born, like, 
um, particular fabrics, clothing, he is very particular about, and he gets really overstimulated in crowds too. So I've been able to kind of pick up on that um, and actually know what it is instead of just, you know, being like, why are you acting like this? It doesn't make any sense. So that's been helpful. So I think that he might be too. Mm -hmm. That's awesome that you're able to pick up on those things and kind of help support him and kind of identify what his needs are when maybe he's not totally aware. What about you? Do you have anyone in your family? Yeah. So both of my parents are kind of in different ways. So my mom's more of like the emotional, um, really processing things deeply kind of side. And my dad's definitely more on the sensory side, but they just kind of recently discovered this too. So that I think has been really cool for them to realize, oh, (laughs) this is why I'm like this. And they always wondered why I was the way I was. And they had no idea what to do with me because I'm kind of all of it combined. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I think now, now that we can communicate better, um, they understand me better and I can understand where they're coming from too. So that's been really nice. And we'll see if my baby is highly sensitive. I'm like all ready to look out for the signs. (laughs) Yeah. And even if she's not, I feel like you're going to be more in tune just to pick up on things that that typically people are not because they're not paying attention Mm. to the same things. So you'll already have a little edge on you when you start this parenting journey. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) So how does being a highly sensitive person impact being a mother? Um, I think it definitely adds challenges. Um, One thing that I thought about that I deal with on a daily basis is auditory stimulation because with children, there's just a lot of noises all the time. In the baby stage, I mean, there's a lot of crying, especially in the toddler stage, but with just kids um they're just loud and they play loud and so that can be a daily thing that I have to focus on and it's hard to focus with constant sounds going on for me big time um and you just have to multitask all the time with kids and so I think that trying to navigate that is challenging um and I think parenting in general is challenging for everybody but with being highly sensitive I feel like it's just one more challenge to add on top of that so you really have to find ways to help you get through it without getting so overwhelmed Mm -hmm. yeah I have kind of been trying to like mentally prepare myself as much as I can just knowing that people who are not highly sensitive have been telling me it's really difficult, especially the first couple of months. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, if I don't get eight hours of sleep and all of this lines up perfectly, then I'm really out of whack. So I'm just kind of yeah. trying to like mentally prepare myself. It's going to be chaos. I'm probably not going to feel great for a while. And that's kind of just the way it is. Just get through it. <laughs> yeah. I actually think that having a newborn is way easier than probably a lot of the other stages of having kids because, and I think that's kind of a gift to us as parents because they sleep a lot. 
Um, and so we can sleep a lot because your body has to heal, but also that's good for people who are highly sensitive because we need the rest. Mm. And so those newborn stages of just like one-on-one time and rest are some of my favorite times as being parents. So I think that that's really something to look forward to to kickstart the rest of the fun ages that come along after the newborn stage. Mm, oh, good. That makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I never would have known that before. So that just comes from pure experience. But I hope that it's the same way for you as thank well. You. Me too. <laughs> Uh, so do you have any suggestions or tips for other highly sensitive parents? Yes, I would definitely say to prioritize your rest, um, especially in today's culture where everything is usually just so busy. So like we're working all the time. We've got all these activities. Kids have activities. It's just busy. And so I feel like the most one of the most important things you can do for yourself is just to rest. Um, it makes you a better person and calmer internally. Um, and also a really helpful thing that I've discovered is using earplugs, which that might sound funny, but I didn't realize how helpful those are when you are very stimulated by like crowds and noises. Um, that if you're in the car, it's already a confined space. So I have these, um, earplugs made by loop where you can still hear sounds but it blocks out a lot of the like high-pitched noises so if I ever meet anybody else who's highly sensitive like I try to tell them like invest in earplugs because even though it sounds like like a joke or something like telling somebody to put earplugs in because they have kids like it really is helpful for blocking out some of the overstimulation that come from all the sounds but yeah, I can't stress just rest enough. Um, I really didn't rest as much as I should have when my kids were younger because when they would nap, that would be like my time to do things around the house or get things done and just try to be super productive. But the more I've noticed that I can actually take time to rest, it just makes me a better parent. So it's definitely important to prioritize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are great tips. Yeah. And I'm sure it, it helps having a supportive spouse also who's able to kind of step in. Like, did you have, was he able to kind of take over at times or did you have other family or extra people that could kind of help you out with things? Yeah. So with my husband's job, he used to travel a lot. And so I would kind of be by myself a lot, but I've had a really good support system with my mom and in-laws and so. I'm really super thankful for that because I don't know what I would do. I don't know what parents do when they don't have family close by or just people they trust to help because it's so important. And Elaine Aaron in her book about, you know, being a highly sensitive parent, she talks a lot about that and it's really beneficial to just ask for help Mm -hmm. if you have it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Do you have, family around or people you trust to really step in and help you? Yeah. So my parents live about half an hour away and then my husband's parents live about an hour away. So they're not too far and I think they'll be able to be there when we need them. So yeah, that will be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
great. Mm -hmm. Um, so what are some of your strengths as a highly sensitive person and how do you use those strengths as a mom? So some things I've thought about is I usually strive to keep all situations peaceful um, and any one-on-one -on -one interactions like with my kids, I can fully focus on them and take it all in as a really good interaction together and I thrive in with that so that I can listen well and um, being creative I think comes from being sensitive to and always paying attention to details and also with parenting I think it makes you really in tune with your children so I feel like that's kind of like a superpower I've noticed that with them I can tell before they get sick or I can tell in certain situations how they're going to act before it even happens because I'm always paying attention and it's like I can kind of predict what comes next. So I feel like that's been really helpful in making me a better parent or at least just kind of being more in tune with them and being able to pick up on behavior cues and things like that. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to add that we haven't talked about? I would like to talk about working life, being highly sensitive and being a mom. I know that you said on one of your podcasts that you just couldn't work full time, like it just wasn't working for you. So I have found that to be true with myself too. Um, and I just work part time, but I found that around the age of like two, with raising kids, like I have stayed home until they were about two. And then there's something in that age range of where I just needed to break it up and getting a part-time job or just being out of the, the house um, part-time was really helpful. So um, what are your plans for working after the baby? Are you going to try to do it full-time or what are you thinking? Yeah. So right now I'm like really part-time, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. So what I'm planning on, because I have um, this coaching business and then I'm also a therapist, both are remote, which is awesome. So I can be at home. Um, so I'm planning on, I think being even more part-time <laughs> and just taking like the three months maternity leave and then kind of feeling out where I'm at once it's time to return and how many clients I feel like I can take on um, and kind of what my schedule is like, just depending on when my mom's able to come and take care of the baby. So I'm definitely going to be working. Not a lot. I feel like I'm just kind of going to wait and see how I'm feeling. Cause I really have no idea. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to be a lot of new things, but that's good. I, I wish that I would have known before about being sensitive and like the effect it would have on you with working. Cause I used to work with the public and I would come home and just be so drained, like drained beyond words at the end of the day. And I really just didn't understand why. And so I feel like if you try to work full time and then come home and be a mom on top of that. I mean, I really can't think of anything more stressful for someone yeah. who is highly sensitive. I mean, it's just like a recipe for just self depletion. I can't imagine. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's something very important to pay attention to. 
Definitely. Yeah. I mean, even not having kids when I was working full time, I would just have no energy for anything. And so I'm like, even part time with a child, I'm not sure how that's going to go. It might be like really, really, really part time for a while. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so, but you'll figure it out and it'll be great. Mm -hmm. And that first time at home with you know, your first baby and there's just one baby to focus on, not two, is, is, it's really a sweet time. It's, it's very special. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Me too. Me too. I can't wait. I mean, it's going to be a huge change, which I know like HSP is not great with change (laughs) a lot of the time, but I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it more than I'm, you know, worried about the change. So that's a good yeah thing. yeah <laughs> um so where can people connect with you um so I'm on Instagram and Facebook but my Instagram name is Tina be quick on there so yeah, I can definitely be found on there awesome all right well thank you so much I feel like all of this information has been at least helpful for me hopefully helpful for other people as well so <laughs> Well, that's good. Then I've done my job for the day if I helped at least one person. So awesome. <laughs> <That's good. laughs>